name is Patrick McGillray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've learned that running more and eating less does not work for weight loss and that there's a better way. Now I help runners like you to get leaner and get stronger so you can run faster and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 35 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGillivray, the weight loss coach for runners. And today we're talking about embracing the suck. I'm going to say the word suck a lot today, just so you know. (laughs) A little forewarning. Um, But listen, if you have big goals and dreams for yourself, if you're the kind of person who wants more out of life, then achieving those big goals and dreams will require you to do hard things. And to get there means there will definitely be a period of time when things were going to get hard. Things are eventually going to suck. So today I'm talking about embracing the suck. Most people want to do the opposite. They want to avoid the suck. But here's the thing. The suck is going to happen whether you like it or not. So it's better that you learn how to embrace it rather than always trying to resist it. So that is coming up. If you like this podcast, you have to come check out the Running Lean community on Facebook. This is a positive, informative, highly energized group of like-minded runners, and it kind of goes hand-in-hand with the podcast. I do weekly live trainings in there on a bunch of different topics. We talk about nutrition, weight loss, some science stuff, some mindset stuff, and We got a big challenge coming up. This is my first time talking about this. We are doing a challenge for the month of September. So beginning September 1st, it is intermittent fasting month in the Running Lean community. And no, it does not mean that we will not be eating anything for the entire month of September, okay? (laughs) Um, I will explain exactly what intermittent fasting is and what it isn't. We'll talk about how you can do intermittent fasting safely, and you're kind of already doing it already right now, whether you like whether you know it or not. I'll be busting all the myths about intermittent fasting, like it will kill you. That's a myth. It won't kill you. Uh, we'll talk about how you can incorporate intermittent fasting into your training, all the amazing health benefits of intermittent fasting, especially for running and weight loss. Uh, When you combine a low-carbohydrate, high-fat diet along with intermittent fasting, this is like rocket fuel for your health and for your fitness and for your weight loss. And we'll talk about what all that means and and how to do it. So just go over to Facebook, search for Running Lean, the Running Lean community, and join us for our September intermittent fasting challenge. It's going to be cool. Also, losing weight, becoming fat adapted, learning how to do all these things like intermittent fasting. It's, it's hard to do on your own. I get it. That's why I'm here. I want to help you. And I do offer one-on-one coaching because we're all different. We all have different goals, different needs, different lifestyles. Working with me, you'll learn exactly how to do all this stuff in a way that works for you as an individual. In fact, here's what one of my very favorite clients, Deborah, had to say recently. She wrote this comment. She was so sweet. She wrote, I'm on day 14 of coaching with Patrick. I have seen many nutritionists and dietitians in my life and also work with a dedicated running coach. Patrick is by far the most legit health coach I've had the pleasure of working with. 
He takes the whole body, the whole mind approach and helps you to battle through the tough stuff, cutting out sugar and carbs, and helps you to identify the reasons that are far bigger than calories or pounds so you can stay with it. I was dying for a piece of supermarket birthday cake yesterday and just knowing that Patrick is in my corner to make a smarter decision helped me to get through that craving. (laughs) Thank you so much for those kind words, Deborah. You are so sweet and you are an awesome client. Also, that craving for supermarket birthday cake is very, very specific. We need to talk about that. (laughs) But it's funny, that's what sugar does to us. It has a powerful hold on us. It causes all kinds of very specific cravings, apparently. But if you're ready to make some big changes in your life, if you're ready to ditch the sugar and the, uh, the carbs and the addiction to sugar and carbs and end those crazy specific cravings, if you're ready to embrace the suck, at least temporarily, then you have to go to innerfiretribe.com forward slash weight loss coaching, one word, and apply for one-on-one coaching with me. Do it now, I promise you. You will not regret it. All right, embracing the suck. Embrace the suck is a fun phrase that is very popular in endurance sports. It means that, it means this. It means things are gonna get hard. At some point during this event, during this race, whatever it is you're doing, things are going to suck and there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) You just have to accept it. Embrace it and keep going. And I first started hearing about this a lot when I was training for Ironman. Um, There's a great deal of suck during that race. There's a great deal of suck in the training for that event too, just so you know. It's a a lifetime of suck uh, when you're into uh, Ironman uh, uh, triathlon uh, as a lifestyle. But anyway, so during that event, um, there's a lot of suck that's gonna happen, right? And I knew that at some point, during that day, I was going to you know, have to face the suck, okay? And I didn't really know when that was gonna happen or whatever until the day of the race. So um, day of the race, I you know, do the swim, two and a half, 2.4 mile swim, get off my, out of the water and you know, cycling for 112 miles. And then I laced up my running shoes and started to run. Well, this was, Uh, Louisville, Kentucky, August, uh, 95 degrees and humid, and it was three o'clock in the afternoon, the hottest part of the day, arguably, and this is when I was heading out to start to run my marathon after the 2.4-mile swim and cycling 112 miles of rolling hills. So I had been outgoing, (laughs) uh, exerting myself, since 7 a.m., and this was now 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So this is like eight straight hours of continuous physical exertion. And I started running, and my legs just would not move. I felt horrible. It sucked big time. And it's in that very moment right there, I was like, oh, yeah, this is what they're talking about. Embrace the suck. This is the sucky part. Um, and I knew what it meant intellectually. Like I knew like, oh yeah, this is going to happen at some point, but until you experience it in the moment, it, it is just a concept. It's just a theory, but when it hits you hard like that, and I will tell you, it hit me hard. It was very, very difficult. I would start running for maybe 10 seconds and I just had to start walking 
and try to start running again for maybe 15 seconds. And I just couldn't do it. I had to walk. And it took a while for me to get a little momentum going where I could actually run for any extended periods of time. I mean, there was people, uh, you know, at the beginning of the marathon that were just like sitting on the ground, just like on the curb, like laying down, you know, just already they were just done. And it was kind of freaks you out a little bit because you're like, oh, my God, you know, what have I got myself into here? But as I, you know, kept moving and, and you know, was fueling and hydrating and things like that, I was able to, to get up a little running. But I just let it be sucky. And I just kept moving forward. I, that little mantra was in my mind, embrace the suck. Just know it's going to suck and keep moving. Another crystal clear moment of embracing the suck for me was during the Hallucination 100. So this was the 100-mile trail race that I did up in Hell, Michigan, which is an aptly named place, by the way. And uh, the trail is 16, roughly 16 miles, a little over 16 miles. And so you got to do the, the loop six times to get to 100 miles. So I finished my fifth loop. And so it was right around mile 84. So I just had one more loop to go. And you'd think I'd be like, yay, just one more loop to go. Well, my feet were swollen like crazy. Um, I had these giant blisters. Um, my feet hurt every step. I was in excruciating pain. Every muscle in my body was like just sore and tense and tight. Um, I had been running nonstop for over 24 hours at this point. So I'd run all through the night, no sleep. And here I was, I still had 16 more miles of trails and hills to go. I wanted to quit. So I had to make a, a choice in that moment, you know, cause it sucked big time. It was really my, my whole body just wanted to shut down and just lay down and be done with it. I had a choice though. I could call it a day and just be done with it. You know, say, Hey, I got to mile 84. Good job. Or embrace the suck and finish. I mustered up all the courage I had, all the determination. I, I knew it was going to be painful and I just put one foot in front of the other and I set out on that single track trail and started that last 16 grueling miles and it was very hard. It hurt a lot. It sucked a lot, but I just allowed it. I allowed the pain. I, ex I embraced the suck. The exhaustion, the fear, the frustration, all of it. I just was like, it's all going to be there and I'm going to keep moving forward no matter what. I have this mantra. There's a mantra in uh, trail running, which is, uh, or ultra running, I guess. It's relentless forward progress. And this is kind of my uh, mantra for life in general. But relentless forward progress is like the thing that keeps me moving in those moments. Like no matter what, just keep moving forward. And I did. And I finished that. I finished both those races, two of the hardest things I've ever done. Arguably, like those two moments are like the, the most sucky experiences of my life. But I embraced them. And I kept going. I didn't quit. And then what happened to me which surprised me when I finished those races, the experience of, of having gone through that sucky period and like embracing it and then keep moving forward 
This was life-changing for me. I became more of a person, more than what I was before starting those events. You know, I got way outside my comfort zone and I grew in more ways than I could ever have imagined. And it didn't happen because there wasn't any sucky periods there or because it was easy. It happened because it was hard. You know, I've talked about this before and, you know, we got to like accept the challenges um, that come our way. And that's how we get to the, to the good stuff is we got to go through the challenges. Kind of what we're talking about here. Um, embracing the suck. Okay. It, and this applies to many different areas of your life. You know, so I talk about my, uh, my weight loss clients. I, I tell them that things are going to get uncomfortable, you know, that they need to embrace the suck when they stop eating sugar. And they're like, yes, Patrick, I'm down with all of that. Bring it on. I'm ready. And so they do. They stop eating sugar and a week or so goes by. You know, things are okay. But then they start having these withdrawal symptoms. You know, they get headaches. They get, uh, they feel lethargic. They start having these super strong cravings for sugar. They start dreaming of sheet cakes from the grocery stores and edible cookie dough. And they start to feel like they're missing out on all of life's pleasures, that their life really sucks now and there's never ever gonna be joy in their life again. Their life is basically over. And I'm like, (laughs) remember when I said things were going to suck and get very uncomfortable? Well, that's what we're talking about. You're in it now. But they're like, but I don't want it now. I want it to go away. And I'm like, I know, I know, but here we are. Same thing with runners who want to, you know, kick the carbohydrate addiction, want to become fat adapted runners. And I tell them very specifically, running will suck for a few weeks as your body adjusts to switching from, you know, glucose to fat as fuel. It just, it takes a while for your body to get uh, to that process. And they're always like, I'm down with that. I'm ready. Bring it on. So they stop eating the carbohydrates. And after a week or so, the running gets really hard and they're like, What's happening? Running is really hard. I mean, it's really hard. And I'm like, yeah, remember when I said you have to embrace the suck and you were all down with all that? Well, this is what we're talking. This is the suck, okay? You know, and it just takes a few weeks to come fat adapted. Once you do, it's amazing. But there's a period where it's very uncomfortable and running is hard. And you just have to accept it. That is part of the process, okay? But here's the thing. Anytime things start to get hard, they start to suck, we have two choices. We can resist them, resist it, or we can embrace it. We can either resist it all, fight it, reject it, push it away, wish it wasn't so hard, wish it was different, or we can embrace it. We can allow it to be there, accept it, accept the fact that it's going to be hard, and keep going anyway. So when we, when we resist it, when we resist the suck, you know, we wish things were different, we're basically not accepting reality. It's like saying, I wish the sky was red instead of blue. Or I wish running 100 miles didn't hurt at all. Or I wish my sugar addiction wasn't so real. These things are just the way things are. They are exactly how they're supposed to be. And here's a little pro tip. Do you know how you know that this is how they're supposed to be? Because that's how they are. 
you know running 100 miles is going to hurt because it hurts. You know that sugar addiction is real because it's real. You know the sky's supposed to be blue because it is. It's when we don't accept this reality, this is what causes us inner turmoil. When we don't accept things as they are, it actually makes the sucky part a lot worse. You know, and I get it. It's like, I just want to feel better like right now. But you know what? It's not how it works. It's like trying to hold a big beach ball underwater. So you push it down and you push it down. The more you push it down, the harder it is to hold it down and you just can't keep it up. And eventually that beach ball is going to come up. It's going to come splashing up into your face. And um, don't ask me how I know how this works, but that's what happens. Okay. <laughs> so, but we're, we're just like rejecting what is. We're pushing away the sucky part when that is just part of the process of getting to those big goals and dreams. Anything um, worthwhile that we want to accomplish means we got to go through something sucky to get there, okay? You can accept it, you can embrace it, or you can just resist it and fight it. Fighting it and resisting it just makes it worse, right? But when you embrace it, when you stop the resisting, when you stop pushing away the reality of what is, you let go of the beach ball, you just let it be there, all sucky and everything. When you can accept things as they are, even if they suck and that's okay, just embrace it and keep moving forward. You, you feel the pain, yeah, but you keep on running. You feel like quitting, but you don't, you just keep going instead. You feel like eating a whole sheet cake to yourself, but you don't. You just allow that craving to be there and you don't do anything about it. Maybe you eat some bacon instead. Or you feel like going back to all the carbs so that running will be quote unquote easy again, but you don't. You just let it be hard because you know you have to go through that sucky part to get to the amazing part. And here's a little spoiler alert for you guys. Life is not supposed to be happy and comfortable all the time. Life is like 50-50. It's just not supposed to be happy, carefree, joyous, and amazing, and super comfortable all the time. It's just not. It's more like 50% of the time, life is amazing and exciting and fun and, and comfortable. And then 50% of the time, it's, uncomfortable and kind of crappy and, and a little sucky and that's okay this is normal this is the this is the way life is this is what it means to be a human being alive on the planet today but if you think life is going to be good all the time if you expect that you are going to be very disappointed and very miserable a lot of the time because you're going to be rejecting and resisting the reality of what is you have to accept it all. You have to embrace the suck. Because without the pain, we don't get to experience the pleasure. Without agony, we don't know what joy is. Without feeling sadness, we don't know what happiness feels like. Without frustration, we don't learn patience. 
Without feeling anxiety, we don't experience peace. Without failing, we don't wanna know what accomplishment feels like. You know, without uncertainty, we don't know what confidence is. When you can embrace all of it, when you become willing to experience all of these emotions, we're talking about a lot of emotions here, fear, anxiety, frustration, anger, pain. When you're willing to experience these emotions, when you're willing to embrace the suck, there's nothing you can't do. Most people, they're afraid to feel uncomfortable. They are so afraid of the suck that they never do anything hard. They're not even gonna try. They don't even get up off the couch because they know that to put on their running shoes and go start running when they haven't been running forever and they wanna run a 5K, they want to do that, but they know it's gonna be hard and so they just stay on the couch. They don't embrace the suck. So they never do anything hard. And guess what? They never accomplish anything. They stay comfortable, yeah. They don't have to experience the sucky things, yeah. They stay in their comfort zone, mm -hmm. But what does that do for you? What does that get you? Is that what you want for your life? I don't think so. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to me, then I'm pretty sure that's not you. <laughs> that does not sound like you. Everything you want but don't already have lies outside your comfort zone. So if you never embrace the suck, you never embrace the discomfort, you never grow. You never become more than what you are today, right here and now. You never accomplish anything bigger than what you've already done in your life. Like this is it. This is where you are and that's it. If you don't embrace the suck, you don't get uncomfortable, you never experience the amazing 50% of your life full of joy and satisfaction and accomplishment, you gotta go through the 50% that's hard and painful and sucky. Remember the sucky parts. You have to go through the sucky part in order to get to the amazing part. It's just, that's the way it works. So I wanna encourage you to embrace it all, the good, the bad, and the suck. Embrace the suck. Become an emotional badass. Like allow all those things to come up. The pain, the frustration, the uh, fear of missing out, the exhaustion, whatever it is you're doing, embrace it all. Because when you do, when you embrace the suck, you become a total badass. You be, there's like nothing you can't accomplish. Most people are so afraid to experience these emotions. Don't be afraid to experience the emotions and, and you'll see what you can do. I guarantee you. It's a much better way to live your life. Well, we will be continuing this conversation over in the Running Lean community on Facebook. Just come and check us out. It's really fun. And remember, September is going to be intermittent fasting month. We're going to be talking all about it, how to do it, why we do it, why it's important, how it'll help you. Um, and you know what would be super awesome? If you enjoy this podcast, if you get something out of it, just leave a quick little review on iTunes. Just you know, scroll down in your little iTunes podcast app, tap the stars, um, and then just write uh, a couple words that uh, 
that, that you're getting something out of this. It would re- really mean a lot to me if you did that. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. That's all I got for you today. Lots of love to each and every one of you. My friends, keep on running lean. Embrace the suck. I'll talk to you soon. If you've tried to lose weight by running miles and miles or starving yourself and you've had zero results, you are not alone. This model of weight loss is broken. It's never worked and it has to be replaced. That's why I created a powerful new training just for you called How to Become a Lean Running Machine. You'll discover why running more and eating less does not work for weight loss. And you'll learn the three secrets to losing weight and keeping it off for good. To get this free training right now, just go to the runningmindpodcast.com slash lean and learn how you can become a lean running machine.